What up, though, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keenan Rivals, bringing you sports card investment news every day. You guys know yesterday there was a crazy trade, so we're definitely going to get into that. In fact, we're kind of going to dedicate the entire episode to that trade. But before we get into it, if you're new here, do me a favor. Go ahead and shoot me a follow on Twitter. It means a lot to me. I've been seeing the numbers go up. I've been seeing the engagement from you guys. Twitter is my, probably my favorite platform. Just have a lot of fun there. If you noticed yesterday, I actually posted the sports cards pick of the week. So if you guys haven't signed up for the membership, definitely do that so you can kind of see who we're buying or who we're looking at. Also, shoot me a follow on Instagram. Instagram is where I'm going to post a lot of the wins that we have here on this channel. You see, I posted this Kevin Herter win. I posted this NBA Top Shot win. I don't want that music to play. And yeah, I just post a lot of things that I want you guys to kind of tap in with me. If this is your first buy, sell, hold, you know, kind of podcast, your first time hearing this, essentially what I do is I go through some players and I'll tell you if you should buy, sell, or hold them. Now, today we're going to be focusing on the Nets, but I did post this. And basically, this allows you guys to kind of list what players you want me to talk about. So you see some folks are saying, bam, out of Bayou, Trey Young, John Morant. So go ahead, leave your comment on who you want me to talk about. I'll be recording that podcast tomorrow, so definitely go ahead and get that done over on Instagram. Now, getting into the NBA news, again, we're going to be talking about the Nets. Um, every, every article is about the Nets right now. Can they play together? Can they do well? And, you know, this is an article from Bleacher Report, and they're basically just highlighting, like, why it will work and why it won't work. And when it comes to why it won't work, it's always the same thing. There, there's too many offensive-focused guys, not enough basketball. There's, there's too much ego. Um, but Bleacher Report, you know, decided to take a little different approach and tell you why it would work. And basically what they're saying is like, hey, with these three guys on the floor, these three perimeter shooters that can attack the basket, that's going to create so much space for the knockdown shooters the Nets already have. Joe Harris, uh, Jeff Green, Timothy Luwak, I don't know how to say that guy's name, I'm sorry. Uh, Landry Shamit, you know, and, and I like how they highlight it, if he can ever find his shot. And yeah, all that, all that spacing is going to do well. Now, I, I do think the Nets are going to have to, do another trade to make this work. Hopefully it's not Kyrie um, and, 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 you know, get another center. I don't think they're going to be able to do this small ball approach that didn't work in Houston. It's probably not going to work over there in Brooklyn, but you know, they do have DeAndre Jordan and he's going to do his thing. So yeah, just highlighting why it will work and, and, and why it won't work. And again, they're just saying like, it's, it's too many egos. That's all you're going to see is ego, ego, ego. Now, Bleacher Report also did another article where they kind of did the winners and losers of this trade. And they basically said James Harden won because he obviously did. He got what he wanted. He got to pout. He got to come in camp, you know, not in shape and, and, and still got a, a lot of value and, and was able to go to the Nets. The losers are the Eastern Conference contenders. So Giannis, I don't know what's going to happen with Giannis. Man, I want Giannis to be great so bad, but the chips are really set up against him. Um that Bucks team just doesn't compete with this Brooklyn team. However, I do think it will be an interesting matchup. Uh, the GM for the Rockets also was listed as a winner. You know, being able to get rid of both Westbrook and Harden, kind of dump those contracts, bring in an expiring contract. And, and they're just going to have to go in that rebuilding phase with Christian Wood and, you know, whoever else they pick up. Uh, Jared Allen's listed as a loser. I, I can agree with that. Karis LeVert's listed as a winner. He's going to go play in Indiana. And he's just going to be able to do his thing over there. And then uh, a potential loser was actually Kyrie Irving. So they're talking about how all we're going to hear about is all the trade rumors with Kyrie this year. And that's just going to be a huge distraction for him. Kyrie is not the kind of guy who needs to be distracted. He needs to focus on basketball. 
He needs the world to be at peace. He needs everything to kind of align and be strictly positive for him to play well. So I can definitely see him being a loser. And they're saying the Brooklyn Nets, the jury is still out. We don't know if this is going to be a win or a loss for them, which I agree with as well. One of the reasons I think they're saying that is just because they have no depth. You know, they do have like Joe Harris and Jeff Green and, and those starters. But outside of that, they've, they've lost their entire bench. That, that was like the biggest appeal of the Brooklyn Nets was their depth. Spencer Dinwiddie's gone. They traded everybody else. There's no draft picks to save them. So, so they basically just put it all out there and said, hey, we're going to win with these guys. And, and, the, and, and these guys have to win. So we're going to see how that plays out. I don't know, man. It's just setting up to be a crazy year. I really hope we get to finish this year out because I just want to see the outcome. This is better than TV, you know? So yeah, Brooklyn Nets, that's the news on them. Now let's get into their sports cards and kind of my analysis or, or, or opinion, I guess you can say. Now, when I was looking into Kevin Durant yesterday, I expected everybody to be buying his cards. Like I expected Kevin Durant cards to be flying off the shelves and to a certain degree, they were being picked up, but they weren't like more expensive than they were before. You know, uh, a couple of cars did end at some all time highs, but we're talking a few hundred dollars over previous comps. So, for example, we had this Topps Chrome PSA 10 rookie in for $7,199, which I think is an all time high. I think before it was like $6,800. So that car sold, it went off the shelf, and I'm like, okay, it's about to start. And then nothing else really happened. You know, some Kevin Durant cards did sell, but it was more of a volume play than it was like a price increase play. So this um, Topps Chrome Refractor BGS 9.5 sold. Um, and then it was just like a bunch of BGS cards that went undervalued. You know, we saw a, uh, you know, one, Topps 112 BGS 9.5 rookie sell for $970. I thought whoever got that got a steal. That's a, a $3,000 PSA 10 card. We saw a Topps Chrome BGS 9.5 go for $2,685, which I believe is also under previous comps. So a lot of these BGS cards sold in auction, and they, they just didn't do that well. There was no price hike in Kevin Durant. Um, again, some cards did sell, but it was more of a volume play than, than anything else. Then it was James Harden. Um, he probably had the most buzz out of anybody, and, and rightfully so. He's the guy to get traded. And his cards are flying off the shelves. We saw his Upper Deck Exquisite PSA 8 get hit. We saw his Bowman Blue sale for $200. His uh, Tops BGS 9.5. I mean, his Tops BGS 9.5 is selling for the same amount as Kevin Durant. Um, we saw his Contenders BGS 9.5 Rookie Auto go for $1,000. And, you know, we also saw his Tops Gold PSA 7 sell for a pretty uh, hefty amount of money. And people were just buying James Harden left and right. And, and, and it makes sense because if you compare like James Harden's part of that 2009, 2010, uh, kind of like weird, but iconic, you know, draft class or, or, or set, I should say, a lot of those cards are, are ran by Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry's crushing that market. So, you know, a Stephen Curry contenders BGS 9.5 is probably a, a couple thousand dollars. So to be able to jump in here and pick up a, you know, uh, James Harden for $1,000 probably seemed like a good bargain to a lot of people. Same thing with the Exquisite. Same thing with the Topps Gold. People are buying these cards probably in reference to Stephen Curry. Now, I don't think James Harden is going to hit Stephen Curry numbers, but, you know, the gap on those cards are, are really, really, really wide, while the gap in terms of the players may not be as much to a lot of people. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that later. And then 
last but not least, there was the dark horse, Kyrie Irving. Now, I know you guys are like, I hate Kyrie. He needs to shut up and play basketball. We, we know the opinion on Kyrie, but I think but I think the market has a different opinion. Kyrie Irving cards are not doing that bad. In fact, they're they're doing pretty good. We saw this hoops in yesterday for about 192 bucks. Now that is about a 25% decrease from some that had previously ended back when he was like balling. Um, we saw his 2012-13 uh, past and present Panini rookie PSA 10 get hit. That was really shocking to me because this is not a popular card. Um, that went for $170. And we saw his flawless one of one rookie auto get hit. Now, this is like kind of an insert rookie auto. It's not the true rookie from flawless, but this sold for $5,000. So people are betting the farm on Kyrie. People are buying some high-end cards of his. And, uh, and then we saw his 2012-13 Prism PSA 9 get hit, and that sold for $320. And I, that, again, made a lot of sense to me. Really, really great deal. If you look at Kyrie's chart, I mean, you can see that the cars just aren't down that much. In fact, his Prism PSA 10 is actually up over the last three months uh, uh, substantially. And, you know, his PSA 9 is kind of up and down. I, th I think at one point that was a like $500 card and now we're selling for 320. So a lot of room to grow there. And yeah, I, I think smart money is understanding that yes, Kyrie is unpredictable. Yes, there's something wrong with him, but he can play basketball. And, and just like he did, if, if the Nets go far, Kyrie's probably going to be the X factor, just like he was when the Cavaliers went far. So what are, what are we looking at when we're looking at these cards? Um, I think the market has kind of already decided. You know, I, I, I think I agree with the market. If you can't tell, I think I'm holding Kevin Durant, which is why we didn't see a lot of his cards listed or a lot of his cards sold. I think I'm selling James Harden because people are paying all-time high for his cards right now, and the jury is still out on if he's going to do amazing or not. I think I'm selling James Harden um, at these prices. I think if James Harden dips back to his old prices, I go back in and I pick him up. But if I'm holding James Harden right now, I'm letting my James Hardens go. I'm taking profit. I'm not going to take a risk with this whole drama story. I, I have no idea how this is going to play out, and I'm not going to act like I would if I, if I was holding James Harden. And I think I'm buying Kyrie. I think Kyrie is just getting murdered in the media. Uh, it's just the same thing that happened in Boston. The press, everybody hates him. I think, and, and you know, as soon as Kyrie came back and he put up 25, 26 points a game, we, we didn't hate him anymore. For like a week or two, we were like, Kyrie is the man. This, this guy can hoop. Like we stopped hating Kyrie for a little bit. And then he got back to his antics and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, we hate him again. So I think if Kyrie comes back and he puts on the show with this all-star lineup, we're going to like Kyrie again. Um, so, yeah, I'm buying Kyrie. So I'm holding Durant, I'm selling Harden, and I'm buying Kyrie. That's my stance on it. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, don't forget, guys, definitely hit up my Instagram. Let me know what players you want me to talk about in the next episode of Buy, Sell, Hold. Go ahead and just list your players. I'll pick from a, a random group. I might even bring a guest on to talk about it with me. Um, if you haven't already, definitely check out the highupsideshow.com. Go ahead and sign up there. Don't forget, we dropped that sports cards pick up the week. So you definitely want to see that. And yeah, that's it for today's episode. Let me know what you thought. Let me know who you're buying, selling, and holding between those three players. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.